I'm trying to beatbox. I can't beatbox. <laughs> yeah. That's like that 80s beat, right? Mm-hmm. I'll say I'm trying to think of a beat. Why don't you think of a beat? Just, just go with it. Just... See, I got the bass. Uh, okay, I can't do that. That hurts my throat. I'm still... You know, still practicing. Nasally. No, I'm nasally and um, I can't um, I can't know. Well go higher I with the snare. Know. Use a use a snare. <laughs> I'm like really a... having this conversation. Gee. FX presents the Indie Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians. I'm T. Sterling Watson. And I'm Courtney. This is new in the Indu podcast. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. This is week, I don't know what week it is, but it is episode number eight. We're recording live from the south side of Wakanda in a little new Indubia on the corner of Tachaka and MLK Drive. Wakanda for. <laughs> okay, that's new, but I like it. <laughs> I think maybe it just hit me why three billboards might possibly win because when I went to go see it, I was in a theater full of old white people. And mm-hmm. get out, I'm pretty sure they would all feel very uncomfortable. That particular screen. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. There was one scene in Three Billboards where one said old white person looked over at me because there was some heavily racially things going on. I guess they were trying to judge my. (laughs) Oh my God. That's my favorite. That is my favorite. Well, it's funny. I had a similar experience when I was watching 12 Years a Slave in a big, big screening and of mostly white people. And and there's like no no rest in that movie. It's all terrible all the time. <laughs> and so um, there was one really painful scene, and a white person came over. Like she didn't come over, but she looked at me, and she had tears in her eyes. And I just looked at her, and I had completely dry eyes. I was like, "And what?" <laughs> like I, I didn't I didn't say anything. I was just like I I keep your tears. I don't want them. Things. Right. <laughs> you should have collected them to drink them. <laughs> <laughs> At the very least, I think what you've done, April, is bring visibility to an ongoing issue. Um, and I feel like it's it's only gaining more traction. So at the very least, at, at least there's some kind of spotlight um, to something that has been going on for too long and that absolutely needs to be addressed. It continue, um, continually addressed. Um, so at the very least, there's that. Well, I, I appreciate that. I mean, you know, I think 
Um, you know, the fact that the, the hashtag and the campaign or the movement or whatever you want to call it, um, you know, is now in its fourth year and people are still talking about it. You know, Oscar So White mm-hmm. comes up every award season now. Um, mm-hmm. And not just with the Oscars anymore. You know, we've seen Grammy So White and Grammy So Male. And, you know, and, mm-hmm. and um, so it's really taken off. And, and I think that just speaks to um, the power of social media. You know, I'm not saying anything that people like Harry Belafonte and, you know, I'm sure mm-hmm. Paul Robeson, you know, and, and so many people decades and decades before me have mm-hmm. said, it's just um, that I was able to use this platform in a new way to mm-hmm. um, call attention to the issues of the lack of representation of marginalized communities in, um, in entertainment generally. Think about it. But here's the question. What is a movie you watched as a, at a young age that you definitely should not have been watching? And I actually had to think about it for a while. But for me, my parents or somebody in my family, they took me to see Boomerang when it first came out in theaters. Wow. Yikes. Okay. And, How old were you? Oh, man. I, I should have this answer, too. I feel like I was very, very young. I want to say I'm like six. But Ooh, wow. I remember seeing some things on screen, some things that I was very confused about. I recently saw it on BET, and I think there's um, they were looking at the commercial of the new fragrance or perfume or something. And yeah, and it was that I knew that I know that's probably one scene that really confused me and probably kind of scared me as as a really young. That Strange commercial scares me to this day, and I'm 47 years old. Grace took that role and ran with it. Why she had to give birth to a perfume bottle, I will never (laughs) understand. Okay. Uh, okay. I mean, one thing okay. that actually helps, and, and maybe we'll have to schedule this one day, is uh, doing a live tweet of it because I've actually been able to get through some like horror movies. Like they did um, uh, Saturday Night Sci Fi. I think they did Event Horizon, which is a movie. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. I think I can add to my list as being one I may have seen too early <laughs> as, <laughs> as, a, as a kid. Mm-hmm. But. Um, but again, I don't like scary movies in general, but I was able to get through it watching it with, you know, a, a community of people. We, we made laughs mm-hmm. and jokes. So I'm like, okay, it's not that bad. I still don't like it, but hey, it's, it's not so bad. Plus, I'm a fan of uh, uh, Guillermo del, del Toro anyway, so. That's... I'm, I'm so, I love him. I, <laughs> I, I love him. Like, I just want to squeeze him. <laughs> he, he, I knew I was going to say something wrong. He looks squeezable, though. He looks like a, a big, giant, fluffy teddy bear kind of he, person. And he's so, like, there's something so, at least from what I could see, you know, there's something so decent and humane about him. And, um, and I'm really finding myself wanting those qualities in the people that I work with more than ever. Mm. There's no sense in, yeah. in, in working in, a, in environments that are not nurturing if, if it's possible. Sometimes yeah. you, sometimes it's, it, it is what it is and you got to go through it and the thing that you need to learn is something something other than that, that yummy feeling of creating, co-creating with somebody. somebody sometimes yeah. it's like, okay, I just need to learn how to hold my own and that's yeah. something yeah. for now. But like, in, in my wish would be to work with 
people that give me that feeling mm. that I want to squeeze them, but I won't. <laughs> no, okay, I haven't watched more than a few minutes of um, Supernatural. Is it is Supernatural the one with like the two brothers and they're driving mm-hmm. around? Do they drive around the country and help people? Probably. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a Supernatural like viewer. But I know it does. It's two brothers, but the main thing is they fight demons mm-hmm. and angels and things like that. Like regular life. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Did, did you say prison? No, not yet. I've been like, I've been doing the. I don't even know if I should admit what I do with my television <laughs> watching time lately. So I, but I'm going to. Um, I. There are times when I have the time to watch TV and enjoy things and, like, sit down. <laughs> and then there are times, like, right now where I just use television as, like, um, it's like the, how would I say it? The, the, it's the ranch dressing on my salad. It's the... It's the it's the it's the whipped cream on my berries. It's the it makes everything go down a little easier. Is what I'm saying. So what are you <laughs> watching? I'm watching Friends again. I'm watching Friends. Okay. <laughs> I'm, watching, I'm watching it again for the hundredth time. I I I was like because I because I've been watching it also with the Netflix um thing where it just kind of keeps, keeps going. going. Mm. Yes. I'm like. I'm like, well, I'm only on the first season. Fourth season? What? <laughs> How long have I been doing this? It's what I put on when I'm when I don't really need to watch anything, but I don't want silence. Mm. Yes, mm-hmm. it's it's um, the office for me. So I completely get that. I've watched. Like I know I can I can I can recite every episode, and I can tell you. I can leave out of a room and tell you what they're going to do, the scene, the whole, the whole nine yards. It's kind of insane, but it's, I understand that. I, I really do. I get you. Well, I actually, I thought I knew all of Friends, and then I realized that I think there were some episodes in the first season I hadn't seen. Mm. Um, that, And I had assumed I'd seen them. So mm-hmm. I thought. There are other times where I've gone in and I've been like, I'm going to start on season three, and then I watch to the end. So this time I just happened to start at season one because I was like, I definitely won't be interested in that. I'm <laughs> putting this on. This is when I tell you, like, sometimes I have to eat dinner at, like, 11 o'clock at night so that so that I can sleep well. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I just need something that keeps me awake while I'm chewing. <laughs> and, uh, that won't wake me up too much. I can't put on Mr. Mercedes and be like, Oh, I can't, I gotta keep watching this. You know, right. by the way, Mr. Mercedes is bomb. I love it. Um, but so, yeah, um, I, I was like, this is, why is this so interesting? What, wait, what's going on? I don't remember this. And, yeah, it was a real treat, actually. Yeah, I was about to say, there should be a bit of a joy to find, like, you have a new episode. It's kind of like a new episode yeah. for you. It was. Now I understand where, you know, when I've heard people get really excited about, like, oh, there was a lost episode of this this series and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And now I'm like, <laughs> if there was a Lost Friends episode, I would be one of those people who would like queue up outside of wherever they were going to show it and I can't, no, I wouldn't. I, wa- I would want to be that. <laughs> <laughs>
and then I get legit offended when somebody actually says to me, "Oh, is that a movie? Is that a documentary about the Black Panther Party?" Listen, um, oh, listen here, <laughs> colonizer. Oh, We're not in this in this day and age, <laughs> like, how do you not know how? how? Do they, are they not near an internet at all? Do they not listen. have Wi-Fi? You well, I mean, even libraries might help. They still got those. <laughs> and I am happy to inform them and to say, "Oh no, it's not." Actually, let me tell you about what it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you heard the good word about our Lord and Savior T'Challa? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and just uh, any thoughts on anyone who's listened to the Kendrick Lamar produced album? Anybody has any thoughts on that? Because I've what? actually been hearing people say that they kind of dropped the ball a little bit. Maybe they could have included yes. some. Okay. I thought it was just me. I've only heard a f- couple of songs, and I'm talking low because I don't want to like put this out in the atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> like, we are alive, though. What is he whispering about? I don't want to put this out in the atmosphere like that in the universe. But We're on the interweb. Right. Okay. Yeah. You're speaking <laughs> into a mic. You're speaking into a mic, but I don't want to put this out in the universe. No, no, no. But no this is a private cool. conversation between us and the world right now. So. <laughs> there to be a song about the door uh, melange because that would just be amazing and just have i don't know maybe a bunch of just women rappers or something oh my gosh that would be amazing Ooh. that would be so good i feel like that they should have thought of that before like that should that's a given why why wasn't that unless they couldn't get everybody together or whatever quick enough i just feel like them black the women well and black women are a I mean, a yes, a force to be reckoned with in real life, but in the movie, he T'Challa, King T'Challa, the Black Panther, is surrounded by a horde of powerful, strong, self-sustaining Black women. Why isn't that reflected on the on the soundtrack? Who also save Wakanda? And I always, I right. always oh, yeah. remind people, oh, I was like, yeah. the women actually save it. I mean, mm-hmm. what as as great as Chadwick Boseman is in the movie, mm-hmm. the supporting cast is so amazing that yeah for me at times they almost overshadow him at times yeah i thought so that too like when you know? he wasn't on screen it was like you know what this is i don't fine. miss him <laughs> yeah this is yeah. Fine. like okay. they helped the movie they helped the yeah. movie up just fine mm-hmm. they kept it going and they weren't just plot devices but they actually moved the plot forward and they i mean they held their own no mm-hmm. like no question yep Oh yeah, Black Panther is in this movie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's hard to remember. Um, would you consider me having a uh, a baby face? This this came up. Uh, I w- I would. Yes. Why? Yeah, someone um someone at work called me a kid, and I'm like, for all you know, I could be the same age as you are. I mean, we don't know each other that well. So I, I kind of asked uh, one of my other coworkers, like, what is it about me? Do And then she said, well, you do kind of have a baby face. I'm like, really? So I'm just asking other people if they if they think that, too. And I never considered myself to have a baby face. But. Yeah, I guess. The more people you I know, ask, Yeah, I get that all the time. People say you have a baby face, too. I get it all. Oh, yeah. All the time. And it's annoying and I hate it. But I get it all the time. But I just closed on my first house. Yeah. So I'm actually at my house right now. 
And if so, if you hear me moving around and making noise, I'm trying to be as quiet as possible. But today is pre moving day. So I am trying to do as much as I can before uh, like clean and um, just do things like that uh, Mm. before we move the big stuff. So, Mm. yeah. But yeah, it's it's good. It's fun. I'm tired already and we haven't even started. And but I'm I'm very excited and tired. Have I have I mentioned that I'm tired yet? Um, not yet. I think you might want to add that in there. <laughs> I'll add it in post that you're tired. I'm pretty I'm I'm pretty tired. Um, but still add it in post because I'm tired. I'm just tired. Hey Courtney, I'm are so you excited? Tired by any chance? I'm a little tired. I'm a little tired, but I'm good. I'm good. I'm a little tired though. Your homework assignment. We give out homework assignments now, by the way, on the show. Uh, I never do it. It's okay, though. Like, you don't have to do it. I'm out. Don't tell her. <laughs> I mean, I'm oh, out of school. Why do I have to learn more? I'm kidding. Bad. Learn more. <laughs> learning is always good, though. Yes. Always. Everybody, keep learning forever. Always. And don't please. stop after school, please. A whole list of them. <laughs> um, I am recording on my newest. Uh, the member of my inanimate object family, KRS-One. This is my new laptop. So welcome to the family. Um, welcome. Wanted to, just to acknowledge that because I did have a short little contest because I needed to name it. So I was suggested that name, which sounds like it could be an android of from Star <laughs> Wars fame. But no, it is a, an old school hip hop mm-hmm. rap. Vocal Fry. Um, I, I did. Oh. Are you familiar with it? Or, yes, I am. Um, I learned about it from like the Kardashians. Oh, okay. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not judging um, you, but no, no, I don't watch um, it. I don't watch them. Uh huh. Uh huh. Sure. Uh huh. No, because I learned it from like um a speech class, and my teacher explained what vocal frying is using the Kardashians, mm-hmm. and. Ever okay. since then, I've just been like, oh, my God, that's what they've been doing with their voice. So what is it? Uh, like, do you want me to do an example? Yes. <laughs> Please do. Yes. Okay. It's like it's like you change the pitch of your voice. And I'm not exactly sure why some people do it. I can't remember the reasoning behind it. But it's like how they talk is like they're vocal. They're frying their voice. So it's like Sterling. We have to go get a salad. And oh my God, I lost my earrings in the ocean. Life is hard. They and do Kanye, that. Oh my God. And Kanye just <laughs> wants me to wear black and clothes with holes in them all the time. Thank you for bearing with me there. This first one actually is from me. Um, I know this, this, this is unorthodox. I know. Hold your horses, everyone. But uh, but I had posed this question on Twitter. It was actually, I asked a random coworker. But um, I'm going to bring it here so we can discuss it and debate it. Maybe we come up with a definitive answer. But if a giraffe were to wear a tie, would it be up high on the neck or would it be closer to the body? <laughs> huh. Okay. I'm going to say closer to the body. Hmm. That's actually what my coworker said as well. Um, <laughs> Courtney had, had had to run away real quick, um, oh, okay. but so that that's that's why she's deep in thought. I mean, but 
Um, I guess I think of it as because like a tie is usually close to your shoulders, not high on your neck. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's like my reasoning. But it's like a giraffe. Oh, my gosh. It could look like I guess it would look normal if it was high, too. Oh, man. Mm. This is just like a really whoever wrote this question is a genius. I, I, I did. I, I came up with it because I was yeah. um, <laughs> the whole backstory behind it. I was thinking about designing a t-shirt with um you know with giraffes on it and i'm like mm-hmm. well if i were to put it put it in a tie or actually i was thinking of a bow tie at the time mm. it's like well where are the would it be up high like right under the like its chin or would that be closer down to its body so i kind of left the tie portion up to inter- interpretation but see now if it's a bow tie does that change it and do they wear multiple ties oh i never thought of multiple ties mm-hmm. i mean because you have some you might as well, you know, utilize that. Mm-hmm. To... So, yeah, it could be, could be a bow tie. Yeah, I'm also Googling giraffe wearing tie. <gasps> okay. <laughs> I thought about <laughs> what, what, what did you come up with? I see both options and I'm rethinking it's... my first one because it looks awkward. Like with the, the necktie down low? With the necktie down low, yes. It looks like he's more relaxed, like he's casual. He's just gotten home and he's about to like chill and he's loosened his tie but up high it looks like he's ready for business oh okay well well maybe that's the difference mm-hmm. then like if you're home because it's not tied up tight it's you know it's loosened so it's gonna be down okay hmm it's gonna be business casual giraffe or you know ready for the ready for an interview or ready for the board of directors meeting giraffe yeah that's true. He's got a show. He's ready. He's got his stuff together. Can't be slacking. Hmm, this is Friday. Still, right. It's casual Friday, then it's down low. All right. I mean, yeah. I'm in the house. It's late. I just put my soft pants on. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to. Okay. I didn't have soft pants back then, but I have them now. So if I come home mm-hmm. and I know I'm not going back out, the soft pants are coming on. And yes, <laughs> they are named Karen. I also have another pair. It's named Jane, but those are scrubs I got from work. Persona, like, uh, like that's that's how it is when a woman gets home and she takes off her bra. At least that, that's I can't speak for all women, but when Courtney gets home and she takes off her bra, and people are like, "Yeah, let's go out." Mm, um, what? Wait, <laughs> my house shoes are on, my bra's off. I yeah, I'm not going anywhere. Thank you though. Oh yeah. It's like the it's the best feeling, and then when you get into like sweatpants, you re- you really aren't going back out for anything. Yeah, I am in. I'm in yeah. for the night. It's only three p.m. Yeah. I think I'm- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's me in a nutshell. How did you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I almost cursed one time when a friend called me at like, I think it had to be like seven o'clock. It was like a Friday night, and I just got home from work, and I'm like, I just you know, rushed to the shower and got really comfortable. They're like, mm-hmm. hey, this is last minute, but I'm like, no, <laughs> leave me. Stop right there. You Stop right there. You lost right there. <laughs> you lost. You, you should have got to me mm-hmm. before six. I would have still gone mm-hmm. out. Now I'm in sweatpants. Mm-hmm. I'm not leaving. Mm-hmm. Sucks mm-hmm. to be you because now you get to go by yourself. Yep. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel but your pain. Usually, yeah, usually it's got to be something that is worth me putting back on a bra and pants it's gotta be but is anything like but is anything ever really that worth it though 
usually okay. food if I can if it's not the food I can get sent to my house, it's got to be really right. good food. But right, sure, yeah, no, it, it, I'm, I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing with you, but like, except for the bra part, but I'm agreeing with you. Like, <laughs> but just replace that with like actual pants. I would go out in public with. Um, but it sometimes either has to be food. If somebody is, I'll just say it, if they're important enough, mm. um, or maybe a multiple of things, like it's an important person with food mm. and like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Or, or it's, or maybe it's something I really want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, maybe it like, look, I was going to use the movie, for example, but the way my schedule set up, I kind of do that after work. And mm-hmm. if I'm already home, it's a struggle for me to go back out. Like, oh man, do I, <laughs> or I just don't my soft pants i'll just I was like okay i'm going back out i'm just going to keep my shoes on because if i take my shoes off and then it's going to be really questionable if i go back out mm-hmm. we're just posting the downfall of fancon not realizing that we were predicting what actually oh, was going to happen right <laughs> and you, um, you really were y'all were on it some kind of sorcery because y'all it, predicted it all right <laughs> And that's actually how it ended. We we ended talking about witches and um <laughs> of course you did. Talking because, with Birdo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Shout that out to Birdo. Shout out to Birdo. <laughs> Who um, understands my love for witches. <laughs> he does. He truly does. One of the perks, since uh the Infinity War movie was pushed up a week, they decided mm-hmm. that they were going to have a special screening. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those people who have uh, tickets already. So uh, that was one of those things, like, is the screening still happening? Or if you want to come to talk to us about what is happening, <laughs> uh, you can meet with us and then we can enjoy the movie together. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, sure. That's exactly what I want to do. I want to come all the way to Baltimore just to watch this movie mm-hmm. and yell at you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was one out of many things. And mm-hmm. the the big kicker, though, the the... I guess I buried the lead a little bit. No refunds. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they, they weren't going to uh, give any refunds. Yeah. What they were going to do all. was honor your ticket the next <laughs> FanCon event. Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> it, because yes. really, really, that's, 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 I see why FanCon failed. Because if you had this type of optimism throughout the entire process, <laughs> despite the facts, Bro, we can't help you. There's nothing we can do for that. We did hashtag Blurred's Brunching, which I'm not sure if people have been using that hashtag, but we discussed it like on Twitter weeks, not weeks, but a week before we all arrived. But it was like 20 of us, all Twitter folk together at Miss Shirley's, Mm -hmm. just breaking bread and just being a family. And it was just so amazing. I loved it. It was. It was really good. And um, like they couldn't uh, reserve a room for us. That was actually my mission. I was in charge of trying to reserve the room, but it was already booked. But we still managed to mm-hmm. get two tables together, and we we did it up. We we had a good time, and like everybody was there. <laughs> and I'm I'm not yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to try to name names because I feel like I'm going to miss somebody, and I really don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a lot of a lot of friends that. We well that I already knew from Twitter. A lot of new friends that I met that day, and mm-hmm. it was just really good. It really was good, and the food was good. Um, it was just great. It was really good fellowship and a great way to start, really kick off the weekend um, as a whole. I would say it was lit. Now I don't I don't throw that word around a lot, 
but you know, if I'm saying <laughs> it, that I, I must mean it. So it, it was a lot of fun and just watching people like, I mean, and it's, it's the weird thing about it, uh, or maybe, uh, maybe it's still kind of surreal is like, these are people that we've known like on the internet, but we've just met them in real life like two days ago, but we're mm-hmm. like, oh, these are my people. There, there they are. And like, and now we get mm-hmm. to see them cut up. So we, we get to see yeah, them in all right. these different circumstances from either just yeah. breaking bread with them to maybe seeing them in cosplay. Now we've seen them get up on stage, whether they're inebriated or not, but they're there. <laughs> And it was just a lot of fun. Yeah. And anytime one, any of it us, was. anytime any of us got yeah. up on stage, we all kind of went to go support them and just, you know, make sure yeah. they had fun too. So it was great. And that's one of the, that's probably one of the most amazing things about this weekend is the camaraderie. Mm-hmm. And um, most of us, or a lot of us came with people that we like knew already, like we're friends already. Like I came with you. Mm-hmm. And even though we met through Twitter, we've, we have a friendship outside of Twitter now. Um, and, and several other people were like that, but no matter who you came with or who you, you know, bonded with outside of Twitter, your Twitter friends were there and, and we were all there for the same purpose. And so the camaraderie was, was, it was there instantly. Mm-hmm. It, it was crazy. I mean, like it was crazy how instant everybody kind of clicked. Right. Even mm-hmm. if it wasn't, you know, um, super like, um, you know, some people just click better than others um, naturally. But even if it wasn't like a super deep friendship at the, you know, on the onset, it's like, oh, hey, you're here for Y Comic Con. Cool, cool, cool. Come over here. Here's where we're sitting. You know, and it was just an instant you're in, you're at, you're sitting at our table. It was, you know, it was just very, very much the community aspect, which is what most of us went there for in the beginning. Right, right. Like that, that was like, like a lot of our main goals. Yeah, is to meet each other. And that still happened regardless of, regardless of any con. We're glad that a con happened, but like we were there for each other and and we definitely kind of grew together like as a family. So it's, we can't even really call each other Twitter friends now that sure. That's how we met, but like, we were actually like real friends, real friends in real life. And I think somebody even said that at, at, at the mm-hmm. con we were at where, um, mm-hmm. oh, how does, how do they phrase it? Cause it was phrased so perfectly like uh, Twitter friends are real friends, I think. Yeah. Like well, I, I know I heard several times like, okay, these are my Twitter friends. Like if we were mi- mixing company, Mm-hmm. Um, someone said, you know, these are my Twitter friends and these are my real life friends. And now, and then someone was like, wait a second, I thought we were real. And then, and then whoever was talking originally was like, okay, now, well now I can change it and I can say, well, you're my real life friends too. And I just love that. I loved it because it's, that's exactly what it feels like. It's like, yeah, I met you on Twitter, but Twitter friend doesn't seem enough anymore. Like it doesn't right. seem low because it, it, being a Twitter friend is fine, but now that I've met you in real life and we've hung out in various situations and we're sharing all these experiences, like it's, it's, it's more, a little bit more than that now. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, we're offline now. We're in person. I can see your real personality come out. It's, it's a bit different. It's a bit deeper now. So it, it truly is. We're real friends now. Yes. And I love that. I really do. And I, I think I had told, yeah, I told you this, but like, the whole time, I want to say most of the time I was there, like maybe maybe except from like Thursday night, I really didn't interact on Twitter that much because a lot of the people I would have talked to were right there in front of me. So, yeah, 
I mean, unfortunately, not all of them, you know, but Mm -hmm. a a good portion of them were. Yeah. Right. So it it was still, I was just experiencing the real life, um, just (laughs) real life Twitter feed, if you will, but just everyone there, Mm -hmm. there's no way I could scroll back or retweet or just laugh at what you just said, but you could actually see me laughing at what you said. So that, that just made the difference. Good morning, Sheboygan. So today's Sheboygan news is not really necessarily news, but I did find um, that apparently Sheboygan has an odd police scanner chatter. There's actually a a Twitter account called at Sheboygan scan. So you can hear like, not hear, but you can read what comes across the scanner. So this uh, website actually called some of the best ones. So I'm going to read a few of them to you. Um, oh, I don't know how to say that word. So I'm going to skip that one. And I was, and I'll, I'll tell you this much. I was earlier today. I was kind of just scrolling through, looking for news, and I was reading them. I happened to be sitting next to my mother, so I was trying to keep in laughter, and I couldn't help it because some of them were just too ridiculous. And she's like, "What are you reading?" I'm like, "I, I can't. It's hard to explain." Mm-hmm. Um, so let me just read a few of them to you. And basically they start out with the address because, you know, when you make a 911 call, you got to give, you know, where you're from. So I'm going to skip that part and just read what came across the scanner, such as man having trouble breathing has been vomiting blood. So that is, you know, just one of them. The first one I read was a woman's arm stuck in recliner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> rotten, okay. rotten brats with possible BB guns shooting at cars. Um, let's see. Disturbance. Caller's roommate refuses to to discuss important life's issues. So these are people that's calling nine one one for these so called emergencies. Um, <laughs> idiots have bonfire close to garage are possibly burning mattresses. Um, man artificial's hip popped out. Two female dogs, or I'm sorry, two females and dog are being followed by a coyote. So, I mean... Hmm. Wait, what? Say that again? (laughs) Two females and dog are being followed by a coyote. Huh. So, two female women, I suppose. Because you could just say two women. I'm reading reading what the scanner says. This is what came across the scanner. Sure. I'm just, I'm commenting on the scan-nee. Oh, yes. Or the, like, the speaker on, on, the, yes, on the scanner. Like, yeah. do better, sorry, or ma'am. But, um... <laughs> person. Person, yes. Do better. Um, okay, okay, continue. Okay. Um, okay, this, this one was the one I think one of them that confused me. But large group male teen monsters throwing rocks at large turtle. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I guess it's... <laughs> A group of <laughs> teen monsters. Okay. Right. Yeah. So. Um, okay. 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 So this is I'm the sorry. this is the one that broke me. Because <laughs> okay. this is right. This is right after. So the fact that mm-hmm. you're already broken. Um, I have to try to get through this one. Okay. I'm sorry. I just like. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's better than them, you know, being out on the streets, you know, doing drugs or doing other <laughs> mischievous things. <laughs> but why throw the rock at the turtle? I just, 
I mean, I guess because it's a really big one. Did you see it on a show and you just wanted to reenact that moment, or? Well, this call what? came from this call came from a marsh, so that that's all it says. It's <laughs> okay. just marsh dash large group male teen monsters throwing rocks at a large. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to be like objective. No, wait, subjective. Wait, objective. Uh, I think You're it's supposed objective. To not have your opinion in the mix when you're reporting or whatever, right? But I thought you were supposed to be that when you report whatever you see. Calling a group of teen males monsters is very subjective. It, it is, it is. But maybe maybe it's the callers. I think that's what it could be. It oh, could God. be the, the caller oh, and they're okay. recording what the caller said. I see. Got you. <laughs> Male teen monsters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Okay, go. I'm ready. All right. I'm so good. this 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 is this is the one. Um, mm-hmm. Small child says parents scare her every day when she comes home from school. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> they, okay. Okay. Listen. So I saw my little nephew today. He's about to be six in July, and he loves to scare people. Right. So mm-hmm. every time I see him, wherever, whatever, whoever's domicile he's at, he'll he'll hide. Mm-hmm. And the the parentals or the adults of the house will say, "Hey, Courtney. Hey, Coco. That's what they call me. Hey, Coco." Um, and I say, "Hey, so and so. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good." I said, "Good." Um, where's Corbin, my little nephew, my little six to be six year old nephew? Where's Corbin? Oh, I don't know. He just he was here and then he wasn't. I'm like, oh no. And so I start to start to uh, search around the house or search around the room or whatever. And then he'll just jump out. And inevitably, I know where he is because mm-hmm. I know whatever house I'm at. I know the layout anyway, and I can also hear him giggling. But then, but then I always have to act surprised because he's like, "Wow!" <laughs> and then he'll just laugh at me. And it's hilarious because he he just gets such a kick out of it. And I have to act surprised and scared. And I love it because he gets such a kick out of it. (laughs) But in this poor child's life who's calling the authorities and reporting her parents for scaring her every day after coming home from school, I don't see them doing that. Like, I don't see them hiding every day. (laughs) That's what I do, (laughs) though. giggling in, like, the corner or whatever, the closet or whatever, and, and jumping out to surprise her. I don't or him. I don't see that happening. So, but that's what I'm imagining. That's what I'm imagining. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say, what do you think is really actually happening in this scenario? Because this poor child, number one, but number two, what's actually going on here? I don't know. There's just sadistic parents. It was like, she's coming. She's coming. (laughs) Hi. Okay, here she goes. Here she comes. Here she comes. Okay, one, two, three. You think that's what's really going on? Oh, it, maybe it isn't, but it it tickled me so much that I probably had to almost had to leave the room. But <clears throat> just just the thought of it, like, yeah, I mean, I, I wonder if that's that's the kind of parent I would I would be, but not every day, just <laughs> maybe once a because week. Because that's just that's just I don't know, mean. You got to train them. You got to you got to get them to be always ready. <laughs> be ready for for anything. And uh-huh. Abby who I know has been behind on episodes, but I was threatening to take her honorary black card because she had not seen Black Panther. So 
I mean, are, you, are you officially giving it back to her now or what? Well, it was, um, you know how they put you on notice for something being canceled, like say your car insurance, like if you're, if you don't pay it within this week or mm-hmm. you're on notice for mm-hmm. being canceled. Yeah. So mm-hmm. her, her honorary black card was on notice for being canceled. If she did not watch black Panther within the weekend, mm-hmm. uh, Luckily for her, I didn't go to work Monday and Tuesday, so I did not see her to confirm, but I did text send her a text message on Saturday, which she didn't read until Sunday. But Monday night, she watched the movie. I saw her today at work on Wednesday, and she greeted me with the Wakandan salute. So so she's officially back now? Is that, where, is that what a, you're saying? Yeah, she's back. She's back. Okay. Unfortunately, I, yeah. I don't know, man. I know, and I told her, I thought, I threatened her. I said, I will I will talk to Black Twitter about this just to confirm your cancellation. And she's like, no, no, please give me more time. <laughs> and she kept giving me, I'm going to put this in quote, reasons, which I translated mm-hmm. as excuses. Terrible as to- excuses, whatever they were. With that, I want to make a quick, interesting um, kind of, well, it's interesting to me, <laughs> uh, segue to IHOP. Are you familiar with what's been going on with the, with them? I just, that, Sterling, I just sigh. don't understand. I don't like it. It's the stupidest thing I've heard this year. One of the stupidest thing I should say. And I just don't get it. You know what I'm saying? I do. I do. I, but I'm not. So, so tell us, tell us about it. Like, just walk us from the beginning if you if you can well i don't know too much about it because i have I'll, like you have not been super active on twitter lately but it's the most you know you you take you have a brand who has been known for their breakfast foods and of course they you know can offer different foods and things because sure you got to you got to make your money you got to appeal to everybody and if you serve breakfast all day like, people are not like when you Sterling. They don't love breakfast foods as much as we do. And so sometimes they he want does. a burger or a steak. I don't understand it either. But, you know, I get it. So you have to serve other types of food, you know, to appeal to everybody. Mm-hmm. But to actually change your name, I don't know how long they've been in business. But to actually change your name to... From International House of Pancakes, which is amazing, mm-hmm. to International House of Burgers? What? I don't understand. Like, I get it, but I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? I, I do. I do. I just... I, I don't... I, Sterling, well, I don't get it. Traveling and whatnot. I remember years and years ago, I'm hoping you remember too, about a commercial for the Navy. And Keith David gets on and is like, if someone, oh, well, I was going to do a, a Keith David impression, but it, <laughs> you it sounded like my regular it, voice. Do it. <clears throat> do it. <laughs> I'm already at a very low register. <clears throat> it's not my problem. Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, um, oh, what was, the, what was the question now? Sorry, Keith David. Hold on a second. Jeez, um, get it together. I know. If someone wrote a book about your life, would anybody want to read it? That was a horrible Keith David impression, but <laughs> it's a pretty good of, one, you know. I mean, because I'm I'm kind of smiling just thinking about it, but um, 
man, that would be quite a guy to talk to. Anyway, but his question was, if anybody wrote a book about your life, would anybody want to read it? And I've always had the answers like, well, it depends on who wrote it, basically. Ooh, there you go. Plot twist. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> exactly. So therefore, I would say yes. I would say people would want to read uh, a book about my life. And basically, he's still trying to sell you into joining the Navy, which is not sure. what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Even though... I did have recruiters call me and try to, to really talk me into joining the Navy. And, and I'm mm-hmm. like, well, at the time in my life, I, I was thinking about going to like culinary school or, or even journalism. And they're like, oh, yeah, you could do that at the Navy. We've, we've got, you know, things set up. You, we've got like places you can cook or, you know, if you want to do such and such. Basically, there was a they're just trying to get me in and I was not having it. So. Needless to say, I did not join the Navy, but mm-hmm. I still salute the people that do and mm-hmm. fight for our country on land, sea, and air, and uh, everywhere else. Everywhere else, yes. yes space. space. <laughs> time. <laughs> time. Ah. <laughs> the time yeah. fighters out there, I salute you. <laughs> I will salute you. <laughs> I have saluted you. And that's probably going to be their motto. Like if we ever find, because I feel like the Tom fighters are, um, I feel like they're the secret ops, the secret, you know, co-ops of whatever, like the troops or whatever. And so I feel like if we were to ever discover who they were Mm -hmm. and they were ever to become mainstream, that would be their motto. We salute you. We have saluted you. We will salute you. (laughs) Right. 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 And and they, they've they fought for us. They will fight for us. <laughs> and they're probably currently fighting for us. Say. Okay. I almost had it. I need to see it, but it, I think it's he said chargogog men gogogog and then some others. I, I can't <laughs> I can't remember. But I was close. Was, you were, like you a, were. I think it's a pattern. It is a pattern, and it almost sounds like it could be a transformer too, but like a <laughs> like a Native American transformer. Uh, sure, absolutely, uh, which we need. We totally. do. I mean, I mean, we're going to continue to make transformer movies by all means. Make it all inclusive, right? Right. I would watch that. Like, like it would be like a nature transformer. Like he turns into a tree and then he comes back, and then, <gasps> that would be great. Yeah. Or like, oh, that would be great. Or, or mountain. Just all the elements. All the elements. All the elements. Combined. Yes, there's yeah. there's a river transformer and he's just like water and then all of a sudden he's like ice and then I don't know. But in the form of a car. Oh right, because they have to be cars too. That's right. Yes. They have to be that, or vehicles. Some kind of vehicle, right? Right. Mhm. Mhm. That'd be dope. I would watch. I would watch that movie. You know. You know who would be great? I. I we have to contact. Uh, uh, Lauren Warren, who mm-hmm. has been on the podcast before, because she mm-hmm. likes the. Um, Crash Bingham Ups uh, robots. I forgot. She has a really interesting way of describing these in Pacific Rim. <laughs> it's, it's, I love it. I love it. Um, but she, and she would give a much fresher take to the Transformers franchise, which it totally needs it. Um, she, yes, she would. Yeah, I think she, she's the perfect man for the job. You know, I think so. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. there is a Bumblebee movie that I am not interested in watching. Seriously? Oh, you didn't hear? Yes, there's did they a Bumble put that on, They Did they announce that on Twitter? There is a trailer. It exists. I don't. So, oh, so there's a whole trailer? There's a whole trailer. Oh, God. 
Why? Exactly. Why? Exactly. exactly. I don't exactly. understand why, Sterling. This is how I feel. <laughs> So, for more than a year, someone was clogging the toilets at DON Community Center by pushing a 20-ounce soda bottle into the pipes, causing thousands of dollars worth of damage for repairs. This is a crazy person, just a heads up. Uh, the Public Works Department would have to remove the entire toilet to get the plumbing underneath to remove the bottle. And police put out a plea to community to please help figure out who's doing this. They found him. And uh, the police sergeant said it's a serious, it's serious, and we don't want to inconvenience the people of Sheboygan or our visitors, and we don't want to waste any more taxpayer dollars. That almost sounds like a, a Florida man, um, <laughs> doesn't it? Probably. I'm not fair. What was the point of doing that? And who knew to even give pointers? Like, yeah. I'm like, well, how do you know? Were, were, were you there? Were you watching? I want to know why he did it. Right, that why? Too. That too. That's the most important question is why, sir? Yeah, why? Was, Lord, was, you know, crazy? Was he white? Like, what was the reason why? <laughs> <laughs> Does his origin bother you and all? Because I feel like it's gotten to the point now, especially like I think the comics do it a lot more where they're like, we don't know what his origin is, but then they kind of hint at one origin, but then they kind of just like, like or maybe that's not his origin. Because I guess, I'm, I would like to know what, what's his true origin. But then there's the whole theory of like, there's multiple Jokers. <laughs> I I actually like that it's it keeps changing or that maybe he doesn't even know what it is because yeah. he like is it. he's like the embodiment of chaos and mm -hmm. it just makes no sense. And he's not going to make any sense. So mm -hmm. don't try to rationalize or try to make sense of it because you yeah. go insane too. So. The yeah, Killing Joke version was sad. That was a sad version. Yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I'm like kind of in the same boat as you because, like, I feel like a few years ago when I was reading the comics, I'm like, just like, what is his real story? Because like, I think it is. Why am I drawing a blank on it? It's the one with the he. The cover is him with the camera. Um, yeah, oh, the Killing Joke. Yes, yeah. Killing Joke. And I was just like, oh, so this is the story. But then, like, I did more digging. So this was like last year, and I'm like, then the whole like, oh, there's multiple Jokers. I'm just. I'm just gonna like accept that I will never know, and maybe he doesn't know, like you said, because it gives me peace. Because I am never gonna have this an this answer for this question. But that's like when I was diving deep into comics with the yeah. Joker specifically. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you didn't dive too deep and just get you know really just I, I don't I don't know, and then you start looking like you know he does with his Joker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cause people, because you people, if if I can watch Hoarders for about four or five hours, I love Hoarders. So yeah. good. Like, that's one of my favorite people. shows. Yeah, so that, good. Um, good to me, man. I knew something was wrong with me if I'm watching Intervention for more than three hours. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 What's going on here? Like you might need your own intervention. Maybe so. <laughs> well, orders is great just for motivation for cleaning. It so. is, right? I always want to clean my house after watching every time. It's without foul. I'm just like, okay, I see dust over there. I don't like it. Okay, there's a, there's one dirty fork. Nope. Got to clean it right now. Every single time. It's, it's not like even nothing. after. It's it's during. Yeah. Like, before you even first commercial break. Oh, my God. I that right. clothes over there has to, has to go. Today's the day I finally put away those towels. <laughs> <laughs>
when they say the bathrooms and kitchen, that that, that just that's like, what gets me too. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I, the bathroom and just oh, I can't handle it. Mm. And whenever yeah. you find out there's animals in the house or uh, kids, well, like babies. Oh yeah, kid babies is what really gets me. It's like a baby lives here, but then it's like animals and babies live here. How how does that mm. work out? Because you you got eight dogs. And you have a two toddlers over there, and it's how I'm like, oh no, I can't. Mm. And like an 800 square foot room, yeah. Yeah. The empath in me starts freaking out, and I'm just yeah. like, oh no, I can't yeah. do this. I got to turn the channel. Or when they find like a dead cat or whatever. Oh, like, oh yeah. I hate mm. that so much. It's the yeah. worst. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I still love that show. That was great. <laughs> oh, it's, it's great TV. It's great for Sunday afternoons, and you have nothing to do. Yeah. Except clean. Right. Except clean. Right. clean as you watch. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was imagining, like, it's great with a French fry, like when you dip ice cream in a French fry. And I was thinking, like, what if they found a way to, like, put the chips in there? Because then you get that salty and crunch. And then I was just thinking, I'm like, but it's not soggy. Oh. What kind of monster are you? Who said <sighs> a French fry into, yeah. ch- into ice cream is you get okay? The salty, you get the salty and the sweet. You get like the salted caramel then, but you right. Know, it's yeah, all that much. A French fry? Yes. Yeah, it's never crossed my mind to dip a French fry. Yeah. <laughs> Don't judge me until you do it. <laughs> that sounds like when people have pineapple on pizza. I think that is. No, oh, it is not. Oh, no. Yeah, Here we go. Don't you no. hurt me. Here, Here we go. go. I don't. I, that's a blast. Pineapple on pizza is a blast. Me, it is a sin. It's delicious. It is not a no, and it's amazing. No. And you people don't know what you're talking about. No, ma'am. I've tried it for many. I've tried it <laughs> times. Tried it with Pizza Hut. Tried it with Domino. Tried it with not everybody. Not everybody can handle it. It's not cut out for everybody. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for people with taste buds. Oh, oh. <laughs> we gonna fight! I see. We gonna fight. <laughs> I mean, come okay. on. What constitutes a bad pizza? So pineapple. Mm-hmm. <gasps> see, see, Courtney and I cannot see. We just don't get along food wise. What's going on? I mean, that's strike two. Like I thought you were. I'm I thought concerned. we were good. I mean, nope. I thought we were on the same page. I just. Ah, I mean, you you said thin mints. You like thin mints, and a lot right. of people don't like them. So but then I balanced it out with yeah. <sighs> Okay. Yeah, I don't. That's true. That's true. Fruit, I forgot about that already. Fruit doesn't. Yeah. So it's like the fruit does not belong on pizza. It doesn't. Oh my gosh. Unless uh, you know, unless we're talking tomatoes, and you know, tomatoes are always very iffy about whether it's a fruit or a vegetable. So I, I understand that argument. It's a veggie. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, that's but a whole. It, it has seeds though, so technically. Oh my goodness, April! I just. <sighs> I no, I that's know. that's science. You can argue with <laughs> Bill Nye on that one. Hold up, I got Bill Nye's number. Let me call him up real quick. No, I didn't. Uh, wow, yes. Uh well I, I guess tomatoes, if they feel like being a fruit one day, feel like being a vegetable another day, and just, you know, it's whatever. But uh so pineapples, that's one answer of what constitutes as a bad pizza. Um I would also say when you don't know how to reheat it well, um, because 
what I learned, um, I guess, in high school is that the best way to reheat the pizza is on very low heat in a flat bottom skillet with the lid on. That allows the crust to get crispy wow. again. Yeah, it, it's it's serious. You do not put pizza in the microwave ever. So, wow. Do you do that? Is that how you heat up your pizza? Every time. Seriously? Mm. Yep, yeah, because it tastes just like you just got it from, you know, your favorite pizza uh-huh. shop. Um, because, you know, you put it in the microwave, it's soggy, the crust right. isn't good anymore, mm. um, you know, and it's got hot spots on it. You put yeah. it very low heat in a flat bottom skillet with the lid on, and mm-hmm. then that way the crust gets nice and crispy again. The cheese starts to get bubble, starts to bubble and get melty again, and it's absolutely perfect. Perfect, and it's worth it. I mean, you know, you you know that you are gonna want the pizza, so you're cooking it like you would cook anything else. I wow. I typically put it back in the oven. I put it in the oven with a buttered pan, and maybe like ten minutes, I think. Uh, on what like, temperature though? I yeah, what temp? I think it's like maybe 350 because I'm in a hurry. Nope, 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 nope. You got to go <laughs> higher because remember pizza ovens go like up to 500 degrees. So you've got to go higher if you're going to do the oven to get the crust crispy again. Mm. Yeah, it might be. Pizza connoisseur. Yeah, yeah, I'm clearly speaking with an expert here. See, Man, thought, y'all are schooling me. I just pop it in the microwave and keep on keep on moving. See, my see, this day. is why your thoughts on milk chocolate and pineapple <laughs> hey, are uh, invalid. Uh, too far, too far, ma'am. Nope, too nope. far. You, uh, uh, you, you invalidated yourself. Keep in the microwave <laughs> like a commoner. No, thank oh. you, ma'am. <laughs> nah, come on. Ham hmm. and pineapple go hand in hand. They are one with one another. Ham and pineapple (laughs) go hand in hand the way peanut butter and jelly go hand in hand. Both are for children. Both (gasps) are for children. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I'm feeling attacked now. Now now you're attacking PB&J? But, you know, so I, I say to folks all the time, you know, what do you think is going to happen if you don't accomplish these things by that particular day? You know, and it's so random that, you know, why 33 and not 34? You know, why, why is it that, you know, you're turning 29 and you think that's a horrible thing now. And I will say at 29, um, I was pregnant with our first child. We had our own home. I have a car, you know, I've been working for five years. And so I was doing that Thing that you know they say in America that you're supposed to do you know mm-hmm. but I, I did not become happy at in my career professionally and really figure out what I wanted to do until my early 40s early to mid 40s mm-hmm. right and and so my story is that you have time you don't have to you know have it all figured it's great if you do but if you, it's okay if you don't have it all figured out by X amen age. Goodness, I didn't even include in um, Indubitable because that's where Indube kind of came from. Yes, yes. And as as long as I've been doing this podcast, I never really described or talked about where the word Indube came from, but I guess it's now as good a time as any. It is. Um, so back in high school, one of my, I guess at this point, if I were to make a list, Indeed would have been on that, on that list because I said it all the time. So all my friends, whenever we were talking, and they knew that I would say indeed, they would kind of sometimes say it too, because they know it was one of my favorite words. And whenever we agree on something and they're like, oh, indeed. And like, yes, yes, indeed. I need a new word because you guys are stealing that one. So I would started saying indubitably. 
And I found the only problem with Indubitably is that it's too many letters to text. And I got too lazy in texting it each and every time. Of course, not necessarily saying it, but I needed something shorter. And I remember it was about 2004, I think it's 2004. But I started my very first blog back in the 2000s and I needed a name for it. And I decided to call it the um, Indube, the workforce blog, because I was working an office job and I just needed just a silly word just to kind of call it. And then I soon discovered Twitter. So I became at Indube and it's been that ever since. And it was all based on the blog that I started based on a word that I made up. And once people kind of knew that word, they automatically associated with me because they knew I said Indube a lot. They I said Indeed a lot. I'm sorry, Indubitably and Indeed. And that's a mix of the two words because if I were mm-hmm. just said Indube, that would have been I-N-D-U-B-E. But I'm like, mm-hmm. no, it's going to be... This is the, that double E just turning into two O's and a D. And um, I had a little breakfast face, which I still have of the picture. I made a picture of, uh, <laughs> it was an IHOP breakfast that I made it into a face. And there's these two little pancakes that made the O's. And I still have this picture, so I might have to post it somewhere. And that was the original Indube logo before it changed to what it is now, which is just the word Indube with an exclamation point and everything. So that's kind of the story of Indube, and I even gave it a definition, and it's basically just anything positive, anything positive, anything positive. The Indube Podcast is recorded in a studio somewhere on planet Earth. The Indube Podcast is part of the Indube Network, and if you'd like to get in contact with the Indube Podcast, please email indubepod at gmail.com. That is indubepod at gmail.com. You can find the Indube Podcast on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Google Play, and of course, Podbean, or wherever podcasts may be procured. If you'd like to find out more information, please visit Indube.com, where you can find our store, the blog, and of course, our Patreon, if you'd like to support and donate and find more perks and fun things to listen to and watch. For Chief, DJ Joe Daddy, Billford, this is T. Sterling Watson signing off. Thank you so much for listening. Use your words, Chief. (laughs) Good boy. This has been another 3SFX production.